Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Exciting news. The ESL Empowered, Secure, and Loved eight-week relationship coaching program is officially reopened for application. This eight-week program fills up really quickly every time we open the doors. So you are going to want to apply ASAP. This program is for you if you're ready to get off the dating roller coaster for good. And if you need those internal shifts that allow you to embody a securely attached woman so you can effortlessly attract that relationship that you want. It also is for you if you need the tools for attracting and maintaining that healthy relationship. The program is designed, obviously, to help you bring in that partner that you can build a long-term, intentional, healthy relationship with. And even more importantly, it is about healing that relationship with yourself. This is that internal transformation that is needed when you're ready to step into the relationship that you deserve and to step into the next level of your life. I am personally inviting you to apply if you know that you're ready for help in this area of your life. You can't do it alone. You've tried everything and you are absolutely ready to do the internal work to get the change that you need so you can stop the pain and the heartache in your life and maybe go back into summer, go back into dating, feeling empowered, secure, and loved and ready to attract that relationship that you're so deserving of. If that's you and you're like, okay, Dr. Morgan, I hear you. I know I need this. I am going to take ownership of this area of my life. Enough is enough. I know I deserve what I deserve and I'm going to take action. If that's you, I encourage you to go to my Instagram bio, use the link there. It's apply now. So apply for the program there, or there will also be a link in the show notes. Make sure you don't wait. Apply now to reserve your spot in the program. What's up? It's your host, Dr. Morgan. We have a special topic today. I am going to talk about the relationship autopsy a.k.a. how to handle a breakup, a.k.a. why you do what you do after a breakup. Essentially, we are just going to get super vulnerable and dive into that very painful experience of going through the end of a relationship. And we're going to talk about how your attachment style interacts with your way of processing a breakup. So it's a lot. (laughs) 
All right. The relationship autopsy is that thing that you do after a breakup and you want to know exactly why it died, which I know sounds dramatic. Um, but remember, a relationship is a living, breathing thing. It is a third entity. It is outside of you and your partner. And when that relationship dies, aka you go through a breakup, many of us want to do that autopsy. We desperately want to get to the bottom of why it died. Why did it end, right? And we're searching and we're looking and looking at all the signs and reliving every single moment of the relationship and trying to say, well, was it this? Was it that? If only that, if only this, if only I had been that, if only I'd communicated, da, da, da. And we spend all that energy on this autopsy, right? So no matter what, I do know this. If you are going through a breakup, your attachment style is going to impact how you go through it, right? So what I just described about the autopsy, that is going to be most common for people who are anxiously attached. So if you have the tendency to prioritize your partner's needs above your own. You have the tendency to worry about being abandoned, fear of losing the relationship. You are most likely to place the blame on yourself for the end of the relationship, right? So while you were in the relationship, you're prioritizing your partner and making sure that you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm what they need. I'm making sure they feel good. And then when it ends, you're so hard on yourself, right? You totally evaluate everything you did and think, oh, if only I had done X, Y, Z, then this wouldn't have happened. And you will spend time in deep reflection. You will experience pain. You will mourn the future that you had created in your head. Because remember, Anxiously attached folks are busy creating futures before they've happened, right? They are always 10 steps ahead of the partner. And, you know, of course, this is on a spectrum. This isn't everyone who has anxious traits. But likely, if you experience anxious attachment, after a breakup, you also have to mourn that future that you had created in your head, And you're busy analyzing everything you did because you're placing the blame on yourself, right? So something helpful to do if you're anxiously attached, do what I call reality testing. Gather the data, gather the facts, look at the length of time, look at what you did and the things that you can control. Remember that this was a third entity, This was not you that murdered this relationship. (laughs) It was co-created. It was two people. And no matter how amazing you were, what an incredible partner you were, there's always part of a relationship that you can't control, which is what the other person brings. So do that reality testing. Remember that. If you can, do yourself a huge favor, stop with the autopsy, 
as quick as you can get to a place of acceptance and allowing yourself to let go. Allow yourself to let go. Here's what I do know. People with anxious attachment have great ability to grow, to grow through a breakup, to really self-reflect, to experience loss, right? But to also ask themselves, how could have I taken care of myself better in that relationship? What could have I done to set better boundaries, to potentially lose less of who I was, right? What could have I done to honor my needs better, to communicate better, to express how I was feeling? It's important to try to reflect and grow. Essentially, you're asking, what would it look like for me to show up as more securely attached to my next relationship? What is it that I need to feel healthier as I move forward? And by the way, if you need help with that and you know you can't do it on your own, go apply to the ESL program. We will help you with that. You can use the link in the Instagram bio at Dr. Morgan Coaching. You just click apply now or use the link in the show notes. Um, so anyways, when, when you're moving forward and you're anxiously attached, it's a great opportunity to say, okay, what does it look like for me to navigate my next relationship in a healthier way? All of us, right? No matter what our attachment style is, a breakup is an opportunity for growth. Of course, it's mourning. Of course, it's pain. Of course, it hurts like hell. But there's also opportunity for growth. And the anxiously attached person needs to know that just because just because the partner left, just because the greatest fear came true that you were abandoned, that does not mean that you're not worthy of love, that there's something wrong with you. It does not mean any of those things. It simply means you're one step closer to that relationship that is meant for you. Okay, and then let's take a look at if you are avoidantly attached, how do you deal with breakups? Likely, you are really eager to get back out there. The avoidantly attached person is ready to go um, and ready to have fun right away after the breakup. You might be planning trips really quickly. You might be going on dates really quickly. You want to just move on and kind of act like nothing happened. You see this a lot where you have the anxiously attached partner who's just crying every day. They're posting these horribly sad songs on their Instagram story. Meanwhile, their avoidantly attached ex is dating someone new and putting in a relationship as their status on Facebook, right? Like we see this and it's it's explained by attachment style. Um, avoidantly attached does not want to deal with any of the pain that came up from the relationship ending. And in a way... It's confirming to them that, yep, I should only rely on myself. I don't need other people, right? So not to 
you know, obviously speak badly because this is just a strategy. The anxious attached person is doing the autopsy. The avoidantly attached person is moving on right away. It's all just a strategy, right? And the goal, the goal is to use a coping method, to use a strategy that actually feels good, that's actually helpful, that can give you capacity to grow through a breakup instead of just go through a breakup, right? Grow through it. We've all been there when you've got the pint of ice cream and the bottle of wine and you're on the bathroom floor and you make unhealthy texting decisions and you don't grow through it. Or maybe you do eventually, but just not initially, right? But the point is, the point is, I would love to help you become aware of how do I grow through it? So remember anxiously attached folks, what did I say? I said, you can stop with the autopsy. You can start working towards acceptance and healing and letting go. For my avoidantly attached folks, guess what? It would actually be helpful for you to look at the autopsy, to process, to make space for your emotional experience essentially allow yourself to go internal and ask yourself what you're feeling and ask yourself what happened, right? So we have these two sides of the spectrum and then real fun when you're disorganized in your attachment style, you're going to kind of go back and forth between the two. Like one moment you'll be, you know, crying and then the next day you're headed to Cabo with someone you just met, right? Like (laughs) real exciting for my disorganized folks, just totally unpredictable. Um, But here's the deal. The goal is to try to hang out in this middle ground, to try to hang out in, yes, I'm going to process this. I'm going to allow myself to feel the pain and I'm going to acknowledge that, yeah, I can move on. Yeah, there are so many people out there right now who would be ready to date me and that I am deserving of love and I'm worthy of love and that someone's rejection of me does not define my worthiness, right? There's this wonderful middle path that we want to hang out in, which is the securely attached way of growing through a breakup, right? I can feel pain. I can acknowledge the loss. And the loss does not define me, does not define my worth. And I know that I can continue to be on this path of attracting the relationship that is meant for me. All right. I hope this episode was helpful. Share it with someone you know who's going through a breakup. And of course, you know, if you're going through a breakup, I'm sending you a ton of compassion. I hope you send yourself a ton of compassion and grace and kindness. Raise your self-care up to new heights if that's you. Invest in you, right? Um, And if you're ready to really do the work, you don't want to go through another unhealthy relationship, you're ready for high self-worth, great relationships, I would encourage you to go apply to the ESL program. We have limited spots. The link is in my Instagram bio at Dr. Morgan Coaching, 
or you can use the link in the show notes. And of course, you know, as always, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.